Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham. I'm a confidence mentor for women, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. My intention is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. Hello, hello. How are we feeling? How are we doing? We're coming off of that full moon in Gemini and yeah, out of our first wave of holiday season. We love to see it. I wonder if you all experienced an opening of your throat chakra in particular over the last couple weeks. Uh, Gemini is all about communication, expressing ourselves authentically and yeah, honoring our authenticity and what truly wants to come up. So I'd be curious to know what kind of spilled over, if you will, with that full moon energy to create space for a fresh new beginning, especially around the holidays and, you know, just what these particular times in life represent for us. We can have a lot bubbling up and coming up to be purged. So be gentle with yourself, <laughs> as always, uh, because we do tend to be under a microscope, not only because of the holiday season, regardless of whether you're spending time with loved ones or family or friends or in solitude, it just brings life under a, a bit more of a microscope, but also because we're in this season of winter that we're entering. Um, I'm in Maine right now for the holidays and it's getting really cold. You know, we've got ice on the ground. Um, there is a stillness in the air that's different. And when there's stillness in our environment, it really does make us turn inward more actively and go into a deeper phase of introspection and embody the shadow diver even more. Um, we really get met with ourselves in these places of stillness because we're not distracted so much. We have more time where we're sitting and pondering perhaps. And I actually think this can be an amazing time to plant seeds and plan for the future and what's coming um, when you're in the state of clarity. And that state of clarity is sometimes achieved through a lot of discomfort. I'll just give you a little personal example that I was navigating for the last couple of years, it feels like. So you guys know me, I'm, I'm quite nomadic. And Part of that is because I absolutely love to travel. I love experiencing new places, people, cultures, communities. And I feel like I just have this like craving for adventure. That's really what it is. At the same time, the flip side to that kind of lifestyle is that you've really got to figure out stability and how to ground yourself so that there's a through line between all of the movement. Otherwise, things can feel chaotic and you start to not trust yourself or trust the process. And it also leaves a lot of room for um, shakeups to happen because you're meeting new people, you're in new environments. There's a lot of unknown. That's the thing. There's a lot of unknown in a lifestyle like that. So my reality check recently has been like, okay, I can move this much, but do I want to move this much? How can I plan for, 
you know, my thirties basically to feel a deeper sense of grounding. I've kind of gotten this itch out of me to stop moving all the time to develop a system where I can travel just kind of between two places throughout the year. Um, so I'm bringing that to life. I'm bringing that to fruition. You guys will see me, uh, on the move again in about a month. And yeah, I just, I was talking about this with my family recently as they were just like, Helen, how is this all working out? You know, my family, my friends, my extended family, everybody works a normal nine to five job. I'm kind of the black sheep in the, in the family because I, um, I I move around so much and I experiment so much, but I really needed to have that check-in with them, you know, as just a communal check-in to be like, is this really serving me? Um, And are the structures in place that need to be in place? So that's been, that's my internal work right now is just to make sure that I have a through line of peace and well-being in the midst of a lot of change that is just, has just been a part of my life. Like things change for me a lot and I love that. And I also am setting the intention, especially for this new year to have a lot more consistency and stability in my lifestyle so that there aren't so many X factors that come in. Um, I think I'm kind of over the hump of that excitement, if you will. So I share that you guys, as always, just to remind you that we're all human beings. Nobody's got it 100% figured out and perfected all the time. And I don't think that we're meant to, but if this is a reminder for you to find more stability, peace, send those roots down deep, even stronger and notice where your energy might be fragmenting with your, you know, decisions in your external environment, I invite you to take this checkpoint right along with me. Maybe this is a cosmic theme that we're all moving through. Um, and I give you the example of, you know, travel and, and external changes happening a lot, but this is really an invitation to notice where, you know, things are happening just on a daily basis, whether it's with your work, your family, your habits, your routines, where can you strengthen your routines to bring that sense of safety and stability into your entire life so that you enter a state of responsiveness instead of reactivity. So it's a beautiful practice and it's what our, you know, main theme is going to be about today. Um, It's the piece of writing that I did um, just yesterday on how to trust and love yourself again as a practice. Having a sense of control makes us feel safe in a world that is programmed for chaos. But as we all come to find, the only thing that we really can control is our internal experience and how we assign meaning to the events that unfold for us. Without the mastery of our internal experience, we tend to spiral into anxiety and depressive states. Most of us are still learning how to master and trust ourselves. A staggering 50% of adults age 18 to 24 reported anxiety and depressive symptoms in 2023 and about a third of adults overall. And I mention this statistic because I think it really, first of all, helps us to understand that we're not alone if we're moving through these ups and downs with our mental well-being and experiencing a more chaotic state. But it also kind of sheds light on the fact that we've got a problem as a, as a society here and that there is a way out, but we've got to look at the issue, right? Like, why are we living in a state of anxiety and uh, depressive states? Um, as a majority, like this doesn't have to be the normal. So we're re we're rewiring that a little bit. 
as we incarnate in this lifetime, we're brought here to remember how to return to love, source, self, amidst this chaos. And we're given challenges and obstacles on a near daily basis that beg the question, will you abandon yourself under the weight of this lesson? Or will you choose to be patient with yourself? Will you choose to rise to the occasion? And the way in which we respond to these tests separates humanity into one of two categories. Either we enter the population that exists in a state of paralysis and fear and anxiety because we self-abandon under pressure, or we enter a population that exists in a state of trust, optimism, and hope that allows us to experience more peace, fulfillment, and longevity. The latter category is going to require us to become spiritual warriors in many ways. To avoid getting crushed under the barrage of obstacles that we get served, we have to learn how to assign more productive and positive meaning to life's unfoldings. We're really digging into how we assign meaning here, right? And this begins with our self-talk and how we choose to respond to any given event. So I'll give you two examples of how to rewire the tendency to self-abandon and develop stronger confidence in these ups and downs. So here's a limited example. Here is a, you know, kind of crushed example of a belief system. For example, my partner left me. So that must mean I'm unlovable. For any of us that have ever gone through a breakup, something like that, this feeling definitely comes up, right? My partner left me. That must mean that something about me is unlovable. The expanded version of this, the expanded reality is self-talk that sounds like I learned so much from this relationship and I'm getting closer to the best match for me. Even though it's painful now, I'm so grateful for the growth that I've experienced and I'm so excited to meet my person, my soulmate from a more healed place. So it's this perspective that everything is guiding you toward your destiny and your dharma on purpose. It's living on purpose. It's assigning particular meaning with intention. Another example of a limited, you know, state of mind. I failed at reaching my goal. I give up. It's too hard. We've probably all been there too, right? Whether it's with our health or our career or a hobby that we're working on and we feel like we failed, you know, we want to give up. We feel embarrassed. We feel shame. Um, So again, here's the conscious rewiring into a new paradigm that sounds like, hey, I can see the gaps in my previous process for getting to that goal. I can see the gaps, but I'm going to be patient with myself as I audit and edit my approach to reaching this goal. I recognize that patience and persistence are key, and I'm never going to give up on myself and the life that I desire and that I deserve. So you see how these are two choices. We have choices. We have always have a choice between how we're going to perceive any given event that is unfolding. And like the example that I gave you guys in the beginning of our chat today, you know, living a nomadic lifestyle that is so fun and adventurous, but can also be a little chaotic. Either I can choose the perspective that my life enters chaos, or I can choose to create systems that create groundedness and stability peace and stillness so that I have this beautiful through line through this life of adventure. And then I can choose to calm the waves when I want rest and when I want stillness long term. So it's a it's a perception. Either you perceive chaos or you perceive peace. You choose chaos or you choose peace and you can create that reality based on your internal experience. 
This is our external reality is always a mirror of our internal world. So if you find that the external is shaking, ask how you're shaking internally and how you can begin to strengthen and call your energy back. We always have a choice. The issue is that we're a culture obsessed with instant gratification. We've forgotten how to play the long game and create spiritual and structural integrity. If you really want control, if you really want to be able to trust yourself amidst all of the changes that life brings, you've got to practice stillness, master your internal experience, your internal dialogue, and watch your external external reality change again. I will never forget one of my teachers telling me to meditate in Times Square, like the epitome of chaos, right? To master the art of presence and stillness. This is a transformational example and practice of sovereignty and of confidence and of faith in your strength when you can learn how to be still in the midst of a big life storm that comes through. And this example of sitting in stillness and in peace in the midst of a really chaotic environment, even thinking of like an airport or public transportation or anywhere where there's a lot going on in an uncontrolled environment, um, it really reminds us to keep our energy in our bodies and in our vessels and not fragmented. I think we can notice how we can pick up on other people's emotions or we can get really heightened or we can enter fight or flight. And we have to ask ourselves, you know, is this my energy or is this someone else's energy that they've assigned to me somehow? How am I allowing myself to kind of dissociate from my own experience, I would say. So yeah, thinking thinking about kind of the, the spiritual warriorship of this um, and this sovereignty that requires conscious awareness and attention. Trusting ourselves really comes down to a practice of a few things. Number one, patience and persistence while we journey forward step by step, putting one foot in front of the other and picking ourselves up to take the next step time and time again. The second part is spiritual strength training through mastering the mind, having a really heightened awareness of how we're speaking to ourselves. This is where inner child healing really comes in, asking yourself, you know, what I say this to myself as a child. I put this on my stories the other day too, but I, I, as I've been in this process of grounding again, it's been a lot of inner child healing. And I love to set my phone background as a picture of me as a child, because I can't help but be gentle and kind and loving with myself. I can't help but to wrap myself in safety and warmth. You know, when I see that photo, the third part of trusting ourselves as a practice is, again, the not only the stillness, but the surrender, the release of the grip that we want to place on reality at all times. So releasing the external experience and focusing completely on your internal world, surrendering in that way, accepting what is and loving what is. Finally, returning to self when we found that we have fragmented. So breath work will bring us back to that. Mindfulness will bring us back to that. Gratitude will bring us back from a, a fragmented place into a state of wholeness again and remembrance of who we are. The last couple notes here, a big reminder that the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you harvest the fruit. 
The day that you plant the seed is not the day that you harvest the fruit. I know you guys have heard that before, but I really want to bring that little sentiment up because again, we, we are all so keen on instant gratification and we get so hard on ourselves when things don't happen as fast as we want them to, or in the exact way that we want them to. And when we, when we do that, when we compress like that, we are unable to see the alternative blessings that are unfolding that might actually be better for us. And we miss the lesson that is so necessary at hand. So this is why patience is so important in this process of self-trust and of self-love um, to be gentle with a time frame that we simply cannot control. You know, this is where you know, the X factor of the universe comes in. We don't know how things are exactly going to unfold. We can plan, we can shape, we can absolutely manifest and create our realities, but we've got to create space for divine intervention and leave space for it because it's going to happen one way or the other. The universe is going to unfold as we need it to. Um, So it's humbling as well to kind of understand that there is something greater at work here. It's not just the human mind that's at work, there is a spiritual unfolding happening behind the scenes. And there is a contract, if you will, that we kind of sign up for in this lifetime, particular lessons that we need to learn. So that's also an essence of surrender of understanding, you know, we don't know all of the answers, and we're not supposed to so we can plan, we can manifest, we can create, but understand that God knows, God knows, and it's unfolding as it should. So we obviously we know when we're out of alignment when we're and we're, we're talking about that exact thing of like recognizing when we're in states of anxiety or depression and coming back to ourselves and coming back to that wholeness. But part of that wholeness is a surrender and a trust in a bigger plan, right? Remembering how to trust and love ourselves is the same sentiment as not not expecting the, the fruit to blossom the day that we plant the seed. It's that beautiful space holding. It's like building a home brick by brick, thought by thought, choice by choice over and over again. So I love you. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, if you're really feeling called to deepen your healing journey right now, come join me in a single session, whether it's a quantum healing hypnosis session, which is like a past life regression, or it's a beautiful confidence building session where we really plan, we do a life audit, and we really work through your healing in that way. Um, Or of course, you can do business audits with me. So that's what's going on in the single sessions. Link is in my description below. And I just love you. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.